welcome to the Award Travel 101 podcast. My name is Richard Curry, and in 2013, I started a Facebook group dedicated to teaching people how to travel the world using points and miles. Today, over 50,000 members of Award Travel 101 share, teach, and learn how to travel the world on any budget. This podcast is not only a recap of award travel news and strategy, but also a glimpse into my life of running a Facebook group full-time and the lives of our members. Before we start this week's episode, here's a word from our sponsor. When you join the Fuel Rewards program at Shell, you'll never pay full price for gas again. Even if my car horn sounds like this? Sure. Even if I always blast techno in my car? Yeah. Even if I drive for miles with the turn signal on? Of course. Even then. It's time to save five cents per gallon or more on every fill, every day with instant gold status. Visit FuelRewards.com to join now and save today. Active gold status required. See FuelRewards.com slash gold for details. Have participating shell stations only. Limit 20 gallons. Happy travel day, ladies and gentlemen. And if you're thinking, Richard, I have no idea what day you're recording this, that doesn't matter. It's travel day every day in Award Travel 101. Today, specifically, a lot of travel talk going on. We talk about the Marriott Bonvoy program. Joining me today is my handy dandy sidekick, Mr. Ed Pizzarello from Pizza in Motion over on Boarding Area. Ed, how's it going? It's going good, but I really thought you were going to be a little bit more demeaning for my intro. Hey, we're still getting started in this. I will insult you plenty, just like I'm going to. No, I'm not going to insult Marriott. I'm going to talk objectively about our friends over there Uh, at the world's largest hotel chain. Are they do they surpass Hilton now? Is that an accurate statement? Uh, It is. But the Wyndham is uh, bigger, if maybe slightly less uh, desirable. So speaking of Wyndham, I saw that they targeted NASCAR fans last weekend during the race on Twitter. So I'm. Round of applause to Wyndham for knowing their audience. NASCAR is right up your <laughs> right up there, Wyndham. Well done on that. But uh, yeah, today's today's topic here on the War Travel One One podcast is something that is near and dear to many of our hearts and mine especially. When we talk about the disaster that has been the Starwood Marriott merger from really several different aspects, you know, we're going to get right into it here, uh, Ed. My first. You know, surprised with this is what this started back in 2016 is when we got the news that SPG was going to go to Marriott. It's funny because they started out very strong. If you remember, as soon as the as soon as the merger was confirmed, they immediately gave us some pretty cool stuff in terms of being able to share points, and that was probably the apex. Yeah. Um, there were a lot of plays out there, but uh, 2016, right now it's 2019, which means this isn't something that had to happen overnight. This is something that there was plenty of time for all of the parties involved to come to the table and say, here's a roadmap forward. Here are the people that are going to be accountable to this roadmap. Here's how we're going to manage this. We have everything from corporate comms to loyalty programs to uh, hotel management, revenue management, uh, like so many people, IT that come to the table. But hey, look, we got a solid couple years to work on this. We're going to make it happen. To take a step back real quick, I'm talking about Starwood Preferred Guest, Marriott Rewards, SPG and Marriott Merger has not gone well pretty much on any front. This started back in August of last year, 2018. Two years again, like I just said, that they had time to get this right. And very quickly, we recognize that I can no longer attach an award certificate for an award night, like loyalty program 101 stuff. 
when I call the phone agents, the Marriott agents who are, you know, in, encompassing SPG, don't know how to do anything. And the SPG agents literally tell you, I'm legacy SPG. I have no idea what you're talking about. Let me transfer you to do simple things. And you're like, huh, well, this surely isn't going well. But like most of these mergers, this is a complex thing between two huge corporations. Let's give them a week. Two weeks later, well, this is kind of getting worse here and really more widespread. And there's no answers to this. Let's, you know what? It's pretty big. Let's give them another week. Um, like a month into this by September, uh, I remember I had my wife and my mother-in-law going up to the Marriott Newport, Rhode Island. I'd made a points advance booking way in the past. Uh, this is my mother-in-law is retiring from 30 years of being a postal carrier, sent them on a nice trip. The day before they leave on my like eight phone call to Marriott to try and get this daggum certificate attached to this room so I don't have to pay $500 a night in peak season in Newport, Rhode Island, like pulling what's left of my little bit of hair out. And thinking, boy, this is a disaster. What what did we get wrong here? How do we move forward? And those kind of antics and things have only not just continued, but in my opinion, have gotten worse. How can they possibly get worse? You know, it's got to the point in a War Travel 101 that we have a Marriott is Broken Master Thread. This started on December 27, 2018. We'll put the link up to it in the show notes. But uh, it is now... Over 500 comments of members sharing the simple things that they should have gotten correct that they still cannot do, up and including the beginning of March, where things have just gotten worse after the new uh, combined program chart has taken effect on March the 5th when that went into play. And I just can't believe it. And I'm telling you, man, every time we hear an interview from the leadership, every time we get communications, if you're lucky enough to get it from Marriott Corporate Communications when you reach out, it's just not either a definitive answer, any answer, an answer that reservation agents are aware of. Like the blogs are being told policies before the phone agents know what's going on. It's certainly before the front desk agents when you go to check in at a Marriott. Everything from fighting for your breakfast, um, like, okay, there's 30 brands now in the SPG Marriott. In order to figure out as a platinum, titanium, tungsten, steel, carbide, gold elite, <laughs> we could talk about these names forever. <laughs> what, what am I supposed to get at a courtyard? Nope, you only get a $10 thing at courtyard, um, but it's actually per day. But most hotels only give it to you once and you're up there arguing about it. Well, now I'm at a luxury um, autograph collection. Let me go look at like we've confused everybody on every aspect of this thing. Co-branded car portfolio. Ed, how many questions are you getting about what uh, credit card bonus am I eligible for between American Express and Chase? Like, man. I, I, I lost count. And the, the problem with that part is I'm not even really sure I know the answers. So I think you and I have talked before. I've I've written a couple articles now that are like 1,500 words that I wrote to decipher these rules. And I don't even remember, man, it's too, <laughs> it's too complicated, right? So we can't do things. We don't know what's going on. The communication is lacking. Everybody's confused. It's just gotten worse on March to the 5th when they instituted the new uh, award charts. And um, let's go through some of the responses that we've had from, from Marriott leadership, right? So the first one that really caught my attention, my favorite quote now, I've been using it as a hashtag on Twitter all the time noise around the edges is what the Marriott CEO thinks his most loyal customers and even people who are not so loyal 
uh, are creating in regards to this. Now, this was at um, some event in the Middle East at a press conference. Um, we got lots of new properties coming out there in Dubai. People said, what are you, um, Mr. Sorensen, Arn Sorensen, CEO of Marriott, what do you think about all this? He said, you know, when we do something like this, there's always going to be a little bit of noise around the edges. Well, Mr. Sorensen, I'm here to be a continuous noise, not just around the edges, but right in the center until we get this thing uh, fixed, because that's what your customers want. That's what the business travelers who rely on earning these points as a, a huge benefit of their job so that they can take the family on Christmas or spring break. Like this, this means something to people. My brother's a CPA for Deloitte, one of the largest CPA firms in the world. And if they took away their ability to earn air miles and hotel points, my brother's like, dude, four out of five of us would quit. <laughs> this matters to people. You have to get this right. You've got huge corporate contracts written for people to come and stay at your properties. And these companies spend hundreds of thousands of dollars and we can't make an award booking. That's not noise around the edges. That's core competency. This matters, right? That, that gets me fired up, man. Can you tell? I'm telling you what. I can't I can't tell. You You don't seem that fired up at all. It is. Now, some people are going to say, Kerr, you're irrational. You're just opinionated. It matters. This is what I do for a living. This is what, you know, over 50,000 people talk about every day. There's the emails we get. These are people look to us for, for guidance and some some help. And if the people who, you know, have been doing this a while and supposedly have all the answers, can't do something like attach an award certificate, you've got a problem and it's frustrating. And I hear it. And that's why we have the Marriott is broken master thread, um, you know, here in war travel one-on-one, some of these comments are great. The GIFs add all kinds of wonderful things. If you're not a member of war travel one-on-one head to Facebook, type in a war travel one-on-one on your main search bar, where the first thing that pops up request to join the group. Yes, it's closed because that's the way we keep all the spam out and all the fake profiles. So we're just going to do a quick review to make sure that we think you're a real person as much as we can possibly tell. Some of you have absolutely awful profile pictures. Let me tell you people, <laughs> this stuff matters. Your prospective employers are going to Facebook and looking what you have up there. Some of you I'm never hiring. All right. So just take that as your Facebook tip of the day from your old buddy here who runs a Facebook group for a full-time living. Um, so uh, lots of entertainment <laughs> over there on the Marriott's Broken Master Thread. So we don't hear much from Marriott leadership amongst all of these different problems. Uh, we hear the noise around the edges quote, which gets a little bit of us fired up. You know, and then we have um, a little thing that – uh you know, we like to call the uh, uh, Davos World Forum. Is that right? Yeah, Davos World Forum up there in Switzerland, Ed. Am I getting that right? Oh, boy, do I know where this is going. Yeah, so I had a little column up um, on the Points Guy about a month ago about this, and uh, it got me fired up again, where uh, you watch a video interview of uh, Arn Sorensen up there um, at the World Forum with the world's richest of the rich. Uh, we'll put the uh, link to the video so you can watch this interview yourself. Um in the uh, show notes, but he, he lets out a few rather interesting insights into the thought process of uh, the Marriott CEO. And that's number one, um, the huge data breach happens, right? So everything I've talked about is not bad enough, but now we have a massive data breach of customers from around the world. Marriott blames China. China says, leave us alone. We have world politics involved now. But what's interesting is that Marriott is apparently storing customer's passport information unencrypted. And when asked why this is the case on CNBC's Squawk Box, uh, Mr. Sorensen says, well, it's easier to make your hotel reservation with your passport information, so we want to store that. Never mind, it's egregious that in 2019 you're storing customer information unencrypted. 
But Ed, how many times have you gone to make that hotel booking online and said, you know what, dadgummit, I can't make my booking because my passport is not here and I don't have my passport number memorized? How many times? See, I think the better question to ask is, have I ever met anyone when asked this question who said they had entered their passport information? Because I'm still at zero for both of those questions. You do not have to have a passport to make a hotel reservation. Now, if you travel overseas, yes, when you check into many countries, they're going to ask for a copy of your passport. That's fine. Never on Marriott.com, Hilton.com, Bookings.com, make rentmymamasattic.com for a night. Do you need a passport number to do that? So good one there, Mr. Sorensen. Um, we actually did a little bit of research. I found out from some Marriott sources that uh, the uh, corporate communications plan to recover from the uh, breach and some of this bad PR was called Project Phoenix, Ed Project Phoenix. Now that of course, makes sense from a mythology standpoint as you rise from the ashes, which I thought was rather appropriate for Marriott to name this, not hoping that it would get out, I'm sure. But apparently part of Project Phoenix is not briefing your CEO on talking points, probably for one of the most watched you know, national TV programs that a hotel CEO would get to be on unless he's done something or she's done something really bad. But this is your opportunity not only to not make yourself look like you don't understand how your basic customer works, but to talk about this merger, to talk about what's going on, because the reason I know something in the loyalty world has gotten rather big and rather important is when it starts to show up in mainstream media. If you go and you Google right now, SPG and Marriott problems, you're going to see Wall Street Journal articles, you're going to see USA Today articles. That means everybody's paying attention, right? That means this is your opportunity to kind of seize an opportunity you have on a national TV show to bring some talking points and some leadership into this situation. Instead, we get more wrong quotable quotes, quotable quotes for the wrong reason. And nothing is said about the merger uh, and the struggles that we've had. So in my opinion, during times of adversity and struggle, a strong leader, he or she will stand up. Number one, they take ownership, they apologize, and then they lay out a path forward. Now, Ed, you can correct me if I'm wrong and give me any data points as I expect you to do as my stupendous sidekick to uh, point me in the right direction when I had the wrong one. But to my knowledge, nobody in the leadership position of Marriott has, one, acknowledged that anything has gone wrong, and two, laid out any kind of plan to make things get back on the right track. Is that is that an accurate statement? It, it is. I think uh, what I continue to hear are instead – you know, we're working on that. These are these are merger issues, if you will, as opposed to yes, we acknowledge the problem. Yeah, and it's just it just leaves a bad taste. You know, not only in my mouth, but I know. Again, I talk to hundreds of people on a weekly basis, and the message is the same. Instead of people being proud of, no matter where I go in the world, I can have my benefits recognized. I can earn valuable points. I can really enjoy my hotel stays. It's should I be here anymore? That that is how you know your merger has not gone correctly. Emphasis on the cur. You in order to do things correctly, first of all, your last name has to be cur. But second of all, you gotta like pay attention to what your customers are saying. And, and if your customers are saying, "Is is it time to go? Is it time to jump ship?" Uh, I love Navy puns. You can hear a lot of them. If it's time to jump ship, then you know. What are we going to do? Somebody needs to stand up and take leadership. And when that silence is only filled with more complaints and more gaffes and more problems, I just don't understand. Now, I know only intelligent people get into the role of running multinational, huge corporations. I know Mr. Sorensen 
is an incredibly intelligent person and his entire support team is. What I think we've run into in 2019, no matter what happens, the focus is not how do we fix problems and take accountability. It's how do we avoid the limelight and how do we stay politically correct? And it just evolves into corporate speak that is not going to make headlines for the wrong reason. That's what we've delved into here, in my opinion. And that's what's frustrating, you know. Having the corporate speak, having things seem okay, avoiding headlines rather than fixing the problem is the focus, right? Oh, it's just it's just irritating. So here we are. We find ourselves um, moving more through 2019. We find ourselves on the new award chart. And you know what? What happens? Everybody knows uh, on March the 5th, the new charts were going to come into play. Everybody knows on March 1st, hotel status is in for the year. Every year on March 1st, and you're um, downgraded or maintained the same status that you've earned in the previous year. Years to plan for this. Months to communicate. Months to ensure our reservation agents are trained on every possible situation. And, and none of it goes right. March the 1st comes, and people's status goes all over the place. I had platinum status. Why would I have platinum status? I think I stayed three paid nights last year, maybe one award night. My wife has platinum status. My wife has stayed at a hotel four times under her account in her life, maybe, right? I'm always booking them under my account because I want all the elite status nights and points. And it just goes wrong. Everybody's confused. What's going on with status? Why am I upgraded? Why am I downgraded? Am I titanium? Am I titanium with ambassador? How are we handling lifetime status? What's going on? And it's just a disaster at the beginning of March. Nobody's going, you know, really what's sure. March 3rd, 4th came around and people began to get downgraded. But it should have been people who either had the Ritz card and they were still in their first year and they should have maintained platinum status. It was me who has no business in the world being platinum and I still have platinum status. It's well, <laughs> like, okay, it's just another day. It's another hurdle and we've fallen flat on our face. I literally picture Lolo Jones. If you don't know her, amazing Olympian for the United States. A great Absolutely. story. LSU graduate. Amazing Instagram. Go follow Lolo Jones. I picture Lolo Jones running her heart out for like four laps around the track, knowing on the fifth lap that that hurdle is going to be there. And when she gets on that fifth lap, she doesn't even attempt to jump. She just runs into the hurdle and has this disastrous <laughs> coll collision. Like, and it's like, that's why, like, SBG and Marriott have been running around this track for two years. We know this is coming. We're, we are completely capable. We're the low, low Jones of, of people in the loyalty world. And we just destroy the hurdle. We don't even try and lift our lead leg. Right. It's just like, how, how can we do this? How, who like, okay. All right. Okay. That's fine. You know, we've got a few more days, the new combined charts coming out. Um, we've had Marriott spokesman come out and say, if you make a points advance booking, we're still going to honor the old rates. Don't worry, guys and gals, we've got it taken care of. So, you know, the night before the new chart came out, uh, like many of you, I'm sure I was furiously trying to book hotels, you know, that were going to be category eights and they're going to go up uh, 25,000 up to 40,000 points per night. You book it points advanced, don't have the points in the account now, but I sure will by the time we have this day. You call up Marriott today and everybody just has wide ranging, horrible ridiculous explanations about why they're not going to honor the old rates after all, or, you know, why they might. My favorite is Tiffany from one mile at a time had an agent say, well, yes, you still booked on March the 4th in the United States, but you booked a hotel in Portugal, but was already March the 5th after midnight. So we're not going to honor that old rate after all. And it's like, okay, now I got to be worried about what 
time zone the hotel I want to book is in if I'm doing something with Marriott. Like, I mean, I have a college degree, Ed, but you know, I got to keep a website up with time calculators to make sure I reach deadlines. Of course, these deadlines were never published or communicated anywhere. Why would we do that? And it's just, oh my gosh, it's, you know, every time you think that we're going to have something go a little bit better, it just goes a little bit worse. And now if you um, have not read dictionary.com for the week, if you have not uh, talked about um, your vocab and increasing your diction in daily English life, I have a new word for you. I have a new verb. Uh, You have to capitalize it though. Ed, our new verb in the English language as of a couple of weeks ago is bonvoid. You have been a bonvoid. This would um, describe a situation in life that has not gone correct when it really should have. So I took my son to swim class. He loves swimming. He loves getting in the in the pool with me. We love having a great time. But you know what? This day he decided that for some reason, Dad, I hate swim class. I'm not going. I'm going to scream. I'm not going to let you put my swimsuit on. When we're in the family changing room at the YMCA, I'm going to be screaming, no, let go of me. Somebody's going to think you're doing terrible things to me. I've been bonvoyed by the four-year-old. I've been bonvoyed. This should have gone well. He loves the pool. It went terrible. The four-year-old bonvoyed me. Um, if you go to bonvoyed.com, I uh, happen to know the owner of that new domain. <laughs> it's a legitimate business venture that he is pursuing. And of course, the new uh, program name for Marriott is Marriott Bonvoy, which is supposed to be a playoff of Bon Voyage, which means, of course, good travel. But nobody certainly understands that. I'm sure they paid hundreds of thousands of dollars to some wonderful marketing research thing. But overwhelmingly, from the vast majority of the public, Bonvoy has been a very poor choice, along with the elite status, you know, names. Ed, are you lifetime titanium? Are you that cool to be that that high of a level? I, I have literally just run out of brain space to figure out what metal I am. I, I am, I am I, this, I can safely say I am the highest level of lifetime status that Marriott offers, no matter what they change the name to. Well, good for you. I am not even lifetime silver because I don't have, uh, enough nights. I, I never stay at Marriott properties. Hyatt for life. I'm going to come up with like a, a cool hand signal sign that I'm going to do at my desk here and say Hyatt for life <laughs> to do that stuff. But uh, it's just confusion, right? It's as we continue to go through this now, um, well until almost the spring of 2019 when we started in August, when every writer has their puns and their jokes about how 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 poorly it's gone and all the examples that we see, um, you just kind of left wondering. Um, some sources inside of Marriott who I have trust completely, who have you know led me down the right path so far, telling me that uh, as far as the IT goes, there still isn't even a solution on the board. They're still trying to decide, do we go forward with this uh, commingled bastardized legacy thing or do we start over? Like, whoa, that is a decision made a long time ago. <laughs> Not today. Um, the reservation agents are, are just as confused. And I really feel for these people, these, these men and women manning these phones. Can you imagine what their life has been like since August? I mean, or even before that, they have people just as confused as they are. Um, you know, probably be getting a little bit upset at them. So ladies and gents, when you call the Marriott phone reservation agents, it is your job to be overly polite and understanding. It's not their fault. They are doing the best that they can on the training material given to them. So certainly don't take it out on them. Can you imagine that if you got to wake up every day, knowing that for the next eight hours, you're going to get phone calls from angry people over confusing rules that you don't even know about. Maybe you're a legacy SPG person. You're on the system. Like, holy smokes, Ed, I can't imagine 
what those people have to go through every day. So be nice to them. Um, and it's just, you know, it's really disheartening. But uh, I, I I hope that somebody there is going to uh, take the will. I hope people are going to stand up and Marriott and say, we can do this better. We can do this right. I would love, love for a statement to come out that doesn't have corporate speak in it, that that tells it to me straight. I know that's not going to happen. We're well beyond that point. I know there are intelligent people running these companies. I know we can do better. I know we can do it right. I know your customers deserve that, right? So so what's the fix? Like it's really easy to sit behind a microphone and critique all this and Monday morning quarterback it. So I don't like to do that. I like to, you know, this is what we would love to see. This is what I would love to see that I think you can actually make it happen. And it goes right back to what I just said. It's communicate. It's the number one thing that any licensed professional counselor or psychologist will tell couples who are having issues is to communicate. It's the number one thing that in the workplace, when you tell your coworkers and bosses, when you have problems, is because the communication is awful. It goes that way for a business and its customers. Somebody communicates something to us in language that we can understand and tell us what you're doing behind the scenes to make it better. Ed, how many times have you had an argument with your wife, who I'm sure is lovely and perfect and it's always your fault, where even though you know you're wrong because you told her you were wrong or you knew you were going to be wrong, it's easier for her to accept, right? It's when you tell people I was wrong and I know it and I'm sorry, this is going to fix it. It goes way better than just ignoring the problem. Am I right? Yeah, but it took me years and years and years of marriage to learn that lesson. So I don't necessarily know that we're in for a short ride on the Marriott side of things. I'm glad you reminded me that. I always forget how much uh, you know, older you are than me. Kite, what are you like? <laughs> that's the first. That's the first insult. Come on, you got to keep it going. Yeah, I had 24 minutes and only one insult. We're gonna we're gonna ramp up this insult factor on this. No, but that's really you know the first thing they can do is communicate it. You know, and uh, and just talk to us. And I think people would feel a lot better knowing that there's some acknowledgement there that we can do some things better. Um, I don't know what they're so afraid of. A, a bad headline. Certainly, you can w- word it in a way where people are going to respect it uh, that still exists in 2019 when people stand up and, and own problems and people will look for that. And it's a great indicator to maintain some of that loyalty. Um, so that's really the first way to start it. And all the things behind the background they have to fix with training and it that gets into the nitty gritty weeds, but bring on a new consulting firm, bring on somebody to step in and, you know, maybe do things a different way. My dad always said the definition of stupidity is doing the exact same thing over and over and expecting a different result. Absolutely, you know, true in 2019 is as much as it was in probably 24 BC. So let's do something different if it's not working. And that's uh, what I would love to see. So if you've been Bonvoid, Bonvoid.com, please come and share it with us in the master thread uh, of Award Travel uh, 101. If you want to come and live the good life, you can join Ed and I over at uh, Hyatt anytime you want. Who I understand might have some pretty interesting unique and beneficial partnerships coming out or you can just be like Ed and have lifetime status with everybody because he's so old and cool he can do that kind of stuff but for us young bucks you know we gotta put our little put, put all our eggs in one basket for right now so that's that's my spill on you know the Marriott Bonvoy merger and, and what we'd like to see going forward now these points still hold value tons of value books the day before the war charts combine this is not all doom and gloom. It's just frustrating, right? But you you still got to get these points. You still got to make sure that you can go and, and book the category one when you need to, or you can go and splurge uh, in places all around the world or even in ski season like that here in the States or the Caribbean, right? In the end, 
hey, Marriott, thank you for giving me some value this week out of my points. Thank you for the anniversary trip. I'm taking my wife on in Austria, staying at this uh, castle uh, autograph collection place I didn't even know existed out in uh, the Sound of Music country. Right? We did that because of Marriott points, and that deserves the recognition um, to say that a lot of value there. Now, it's going to cost you more points if you book now because the award chart changed, but hey, you can still make it happen. All right, Ed, I'm going to go uh, get a glass of cold water, maybe put a hot washcloth on and a packet of goodies powder. You know what goodies powder is, right? Oh, I grew up, grew up knowing what that was, but that was a Southern thing. So that, that's all you, I'd say sub the, uh, sub the Blantons for the goodies powder. That's just <laughs> yeah. goodies powder. That's, that's a really old thing. I'm actually way too young to even know what goodies powder is, but my wife's a country girl. So they use that out in the country still. I didn't know they still made the stuff and I'm going to relax from this conversation. Ed, thanks a ton for bantering tonight with me about the Marriott Bonvoy SPG Titanium Carbide discussion we've had. I wish the people at Marriott all the best of luck and everybody listening out there the best of luck on your next Marriott stay. You can find the Award Travel 101 podcast anytime at awardwallet.com slash podcast, where you can subscribe at Apple Podcasts, or Google Podcasts, or wherever you find your podcast. Tune in next week where we'll skip the rants, focus instead on award travel tips and strategy. Thanks for listening. The Award Travel 101 podcast is brought to you by the Fuel Rewards program. Go to fuelrewards.com slash award travel podcast and register for a free account. You learn instant gold status, which gives you five cents per gallon savings on every fill up at participating shell stations. Never pay full price again with the Fuel Rewards program.